0: preseason champions of the world. Oh, fancy you you caught us here. They beat your boys down in Jacksonville. Urban Meyer and uh, Timothy Tebow. Did Tebow score a touchdown? No, but he hit a pretty good block to spring a guy for a two-yard game. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a blocking tight end.
1: Fantasy football podcast that you all didn't know you needed. Formerly hosted by Juan Valley, this is We're taking over his his old slot on the internet. Yeah. Beards and Beards Podcast, episode 66. I'm Gary Thomas. I'm David. Beautiful, lovely,
0: bronchitis-free. Oh, yes. Do I sound better? Do I sound like I have full range of motion in my throat? Mm, I (laughs) can test that. I had it so (laughs) already off the rails so i just want to say before we get started uh to all the people uh so like once a week maybe sometimes more than that i have somebody making some sort of connection to this podcast and a friend of a friend was like hey i'm a teacher at a new school the mat the gym teacher is really into brewing beer and he like wants to start his own brewery and stuff and she was like oh i know this dude who has a podcast that and he brews, he does home brewing, whatever. He has a show called Beers and Beards. And the guy was like, "Oh, I know them. I was at their show when they did a Fretboard. They were live at Fretboard. So, shout out to I don't know his name, but <laughs> this, the them. gym teacher from high, I don't in know high school in yeah, yes, in the and uh, uh, Westchester. I don't want to say the name of the school, but in um, the Westchester I'm guess general area. areas."
1: John F. Kennedy, Senior High. Let's
0: make a name for him. Yeah, that's Bill. His okay. name is Bill Bill Richardson. We have a whole
1: we have gamut a lot. of things to run by today. Yes. But I want to ask you a question. This came up with me and my wife on our podcast. Close and enough. Close enough. Top of the charts. and uh, Funny, like, you know I'm analytical. I like to see the stuff. I really don't like our host cause we just kind of see what's on there. So we don't know like our full reach, but
0: it's a lot. That's all we know.
1: But I see that I see the, I, I see all the things kind of on that podcast. It's a different host. The number, the most downloads last week for close enough podcast came from any idea where in the world, like a country or a state or it, I will say it was not in the United States. Hmm. Cyprus.
0: No, Dublin, Dublin, Ireland, no Dublin, Czechoslovakia. Oh, did you guys have like a, did you talk about anything that might be Irish related? Did you talk about a Guinness or something? No, no, (laughs) I
1: just, I don't know it could be vpns it could just be spam i don't know how that works yeah but i know when i look at it i'm like what really like we we were going through a spell we went through a month where we were getting tons of downloads in egypt big fans there and it's one of those things like people that listen to me and her you would think it would just be general people that know us that are interested in our life whatever because that's all that is about just our life yeah so like one of our best friends is like, oh, yeah, you still doing that podcast? I'm like, you know, for real? Yeah. Uh, but it's this—it's the strangers and the people we meet. And, and and like this one, I don't really know but a handful of people
0: that actually listen to this one in real life. There are more than a handful. The listening, don't feel bad. You're not alone. There are other fellow listeners. I'm saying
1: I don't know you personally. And that's what's the crazy part is that you would be
0: interested in listening to me talk about dumb shit. What was what you? What was the question though? You said you had a question, or well, was the that the answer? Was, was that the answer?
1: No, the question was where? Where do you think the downloads?
0: Oh, uh, where do I think they came from? Uh, Dublin, Ireland. Yeah.
1: Um, also, I start school tomorrow. Yes. Sh- shout out to those uh, non traditional students such as myself. I think I'm going to be, I told David,
0: I was going to tell him that I wanted to switch my profession to a college professor. I don't, I don't know that you like go, I mean, I guess you can go into school being a teacher, but specifically a college professor. Well, I would, technically, I don't know, but here's why.
1: So I have, I'm taking 12 credit hours. So I have four classes. Only two of those classes have unlocked. Which is so I, can a lot. Actually, I can like look through the syllabus and things. Um, one of these classes was built prepared in like 2017. I know that because when I looked at, I had this, I got these alerts, you have past due assignments. And I look and they were all from 2017, 2017. I get a, a welcome video from the professor and it's a, it's an unlisted YouTube video from the year 2017. What the fuck? That was a good, well, I don't, I don't remember if It'd that was like a good It'd be like us year. putting out episode 20 next week and, and claiming it's a new podcast. You know yeah.
2: what I mean?
0: Yeah. Was he, uh, did he, uh, was he wearing a crop top? I feel like those were big in 2017. No. Oh. Very
1: professional. But anyway, that's it. This week, tons to go over. As, uh, as I said, David was hard at it. Um, I did I didn't really add anything to this. This week's agenda, we I feel like we are a little more organized. We're, uh, we're going at it. We have one a lot. I do. There's a, a big thing to go over that uh, it's funny that we're back. This is our second year, and we did an episode just like this a year ago with all these announcements. But one of the things that caught me up on Twitter is uh, Pepsi teams up with Sam Adams and truly to develop hard
0: Mountain Dew. Which is full disclosure. White, we are uh, we are powered by Mountain Dew. We're not sponsored by them, but Gary each week is powered by Diet Mountain Dew on the show. So I feel like we had to have that disclosure out there to get that out in the open.
1: When you see one of these glasses, one of these cups, you yeah. know, it's legit. This is like stolen from some pizza parlor.
0: CC's, probably. That looks like a CC's cup, but it's uh. Missing brands I got. Oh, Dr. Pepper. Do you make so? Do you make your your food decisions based on like restaurants whether they have Pepsi or Coke? I feel like you're in the South that so like eighty, ninety percent of the places probably have Coke. But Correct. would you be more likely to go to a place if you knew that they had Mountain Dew available?
1: Uh case in point, like Taco I Bell. Hate Captain D's. I'm a Long John's man. I think man everybody knows. But they have Pepsi products, mm-hmm. and they have the good cubed ice.
0: Oh, that's a double.
1: That's a double.
0: Double positive, yeah. which is a positive.
1: And occasionally, one of my favorite desserts, key lime pie.
0: Really? I didn't yeah. know that, that, that they had. I've honestly never been to probably one of the few. I'm a fast food aficionado especially traveling a lot and i've been to a lot of them even the regional ones the big ones i've been to like cookout in and out <laughs> the big ones cookout <laughs> no i mean the big like even i said i've been to the big ones and the regional ones yeah. like yeah like so i've been and if i'm in a new place no i've only been to texas once so, oh, so i was only there for one actually i did wine? go to waterbagger yes okay okay yes i now that i Yeah, yes i flew into dallas at like 10 p.m., and there was a Whataburger right by my hotel. And it took me like 35 minutes to get through the drive-thru and get my food. And there was like three people in front of me. So that really uh crowds my judgment of Whataburger. Did I remember have, it being like, okay, it? I don't remember. <laughs> I remember it being okay, though. It wasn't anything like special. Like, I'm sure people come to Ohio, Cincinnati specifically, and, and eat Skyline. That's very polarizing. People love Great it or girls. hate it. But, Great girls they have Pepsi products. So would you bite the bullet? They have other stuff too, that you would probably would like, they, they have offended. like a Do Buffalo chicken burrito. Offended,
1: like if I brought
0: in your own food, yeah, <laughs> just and, but, drink hey, them around. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I ha- yeah, I've seen people at like McDonald's go to McDonald's and go through the drive-thru and just get like a, lot, a, you know, cause they have like any size drinks for a dollar usually throughout the summer. But, And I think that's just a bar, like a value thing. Anyway, so hard Mountain Mountain
2: Dew.
0: Which, what do you think? So I have two thoughts on this. So, first of all, I think just hard Mountain Dew in general is fascinating to me because the people that drink Mountain Dew typically, like, you're not like a a normal, like, you're not their target audience, especially like regular. I don't drink. And have not drank regular Mountain Dew yeah. in twenty five years. It's like people that are like, you know, sixteen to nineteen that are playing video game. Well, I guess you're playing video games twenty hours a day, and the like you eat like your Doritos with them and like that's like the target audience for Mountain Dew. And there did you know there's two states, Gary, where Mountain Dew is the number one selling soda or pop?
1: Alabama and Mississippi.
0: No. They're in kind of your neck of the woods. Tennessee. Ohio and, and West Virginia. Wait, Ohio? Mountain Dew's yes. number one, Ohio? Every other state, it's either it's Coke. Yeah. And I think Pepsi in like one or two, like New York, because Pepsi's based out of New York. But most places, it's Coke. And then in Ohio, it's like you go to Ohio gas station here, you'll see more facings of Mountain Dew than you would have Coke. So yeah, fun fact, Um, which people call me. And this was as of when I worked at a gas station. So people call me out on stuff. So if that has changed, I'm sorry. I've been called out on some stuff. And sometimes I just make up facts. I don't know if you guys know that or not. That one, I do know at least what like eight, 10 years ago was true. So I assume it's still true. Yeah. But the the thing I think is fascinating too. So hard Mountain Dew, the there's no caffeine or, or sugar, which is interesting. Well, then no, I don't want it. And the flavors. So they have the original Mountain Dew flavor, mm-hmm. and then also a black cherry flavor, Gross. and a watermelon flavor. Gross. It's going to be five percent ABV, and will offer bold citrus flavors, which You're are get original black cherry and watermelon, but no caffeine which I think that caffeine and alcohol, like that's kind of a thing of the past with four. You anybody sported
1: up a bunch of four locos or, Oh, I'm trying to think what the other one was. I mean, at this point they'd be,
0: what was the thing in the, in the car? It
1: like a battery sparks.
0: Yeah. Sparks. <laughs> at this point, they'd be like 10 to 12 years old. So I hope not. They'd be probably pretty bad. Well, I don't know. This might have a good long shelf life, but so the, the Hard Mountain Dew, I thought, was interesting. The other thing is who they're teaming up with is Sam Adams, which, as we know, is big in the Truly game. They mm-hmm. produce a lot of their Truly here locally in Cincinnati, and there it's actually a partnership. So Sam Adams is producing it, and then it's going to be basically sold and distributed by uh, Pepsi. So I thought that was interesting that, Sam Adams moves even Boston Beer Co. moves even further away from being craft. a craft, not craft, but a beer company, just beer in general right. yeah, 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 yeah. to like they've got Angry Orchard. They've got Twisted Tea. Truly like as of today, like seven to eight percent of their portfolio is beer. The rest of it is like 60 plus percent of it's truly. And we've talked about this before, but they sell a ton of Twisted Tea, especially with that viral video that that came out last year. But that's—I thought that was interesting too—that they're becoming more of like a, a, just like a beverage company as opposed to a beer company. And I could see, and I, full disclosure, I own, and I don't know any inside info. I own Sam at Boston Beer Co. stock. So when we talk about Boston Beer Co., I feel like I should say this: I could see a time in the future where Boston Beer Co. sells off the Sam Adams and Dogfish Head brands. Yeah, and yeah. becomes like boston beverage co or something like that like i mean
1: who wants to be in the dirty alcohol game anyway you know like this makes some legit money yeah
0: what do you mean dirty alcohol like (laughs) like, you know what i'm saying like it's well i mean they're i think they're still gonna make alcohol like they're gonna but they're gonna be the people that are doing yeah but the truly's they're gonna do the stuff like the hard mountain Dews. they're gonna keep doing the twisted Teas, even angry (laughs) orchard i don't think has really been lighting the world on fire um, in, in the past few years, I think cider is not, which is funny because we just, it was just announced this week that in Cincinnati, we're getting our first like dedicated cidery. Is that what they're called? Cideries? I guess. And That's what, what I called it on, on my website.
1: And what cidery. happened after you made this announcement on said website? It crashed. No, no. I don't it's know what,
0: what doing. did happen? What'd you tell me happened? What did I say?
1: I forget. You're flooded with company. ads for cider.
0: Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now yeah. it's like, sorry. Uh, you need some alpha brain. A lot of stuff has happened this week, and yeah, I need alpha brain. Speaking of alpha brain, get you 10 percent off with code.
1: Hey, David was, is an idiot. Of all affiliates that I've run through,
0: I made the most money off on it. On on it. Um, but the the I think that speaking of remembering and forgetting things. The real top story of the week, Gary. You see this shit? The new oh. Jeopardy host.
1: Oh, and I was that on fired pa- up. But then I'll pause for a second. Okay. Because I wanna I wanna go back to something else we've got here while it's on okay. my brain. All right so we talk about the new Hard Mountain Dew, the truly the you know the, the sparkling wine game or seltzer's or whatever you like to call
0: it. Canned cocktails, RTDs. But
1: You've thrown into this, which is a contradiction that non-alcoholic beverages.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. The non. So the CEO. 20% of beer market will be
1: non-alcoholic by 2026. Which is
0: he's full of shit. And. All right. Which is so we're 2021 right now. So five years, basically. And he said that, brewing. Yeah.
1: that um, the rise in mocktails uh, and like he mentioned kombucha, which is not, I mean,
0: yeah. Kombucha is, is gross. Technically has alcohol. It's fermented, and, correct. Yeah, fermented. But it's like low, low percentage. And of course, athletic brewing, they have a, they're not like, you know, unbiased. You know they're they're all in on non alcoholic beer, and to be honest with you, I think that not I've had multiple non non alcoholic beers, and they, they still have a long way to go in terms of flavor. Like we had one, and I had one in January, and I tried to say nice things about it, but it wasn't very good. It was just not. It tasted Maybe. like. <laughs> what if they're listening? <laughs> they might be since we from New England, it, right? Connecticut. Yeah, it has I, I think my it wasn't memory
1: compared to your memory
0: yeah we need we certainly to do quiz ball but anyway the the I think they have a long way to go in terms of flavor and the the pro and I know that they have a proprietary process and things like that but as we sit today Gary I and I think that non-alcoholic beer is like 0.3 percent of the total just beer market craft is like depending on who you talk to anywhere from like 15 to 18% and then macro beer, which is large, but yeah, big, company, large scale is, you know, the rest of the percentage. And if I saw the, if I saw those companies starting to go all in on non-alcoholic beer, then I would say, okay, maybe, maybe 20% might be, but even with, you know, uh, and Budweiser came out with a 0. 0.0 and they put Kevin Hart in the ads and, and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and you know, they went big on it this year. Heineken has really pushed their 0.0, 0 non-alcoholic stuff.
1: And they it just doesn't move the needle.
0: Drunk. I think there's a very small percentage. I think that. So, and again, this is me thinking, but. And you're a very smart man. Yeah. I've been told I'm by very several listeners man. you come across as smart. <laughs> I come in, That's yeah. Am I actually smart? Who knows? We'll find out say? next week. No. Um, but the, I, I see a, I think the trend is more toward lower alcohol and lower calorie as opposed to n- no alcohol. Like a, right? does that mean like a seltzer or a low ABV beer? So or, let, me, let me tell you this. When it came out,
1: Many, many moons ago, my wife uh, was in the midst of a low carb lifestyle. And everywhere we went, she would get a Michelob Ultra. That was her drink, you know. And I'm like, this is 10, 15 years ago. She was a trendsetter. Hard to believe, you know, that (laughs) she's even that old, but 10 to 15 years ago. She's only 10 to 15 years old.
0: Hard to believe that your wife is 10 to 15 years old.
1: No, that it was 10 to 15 years ago.
0: That she could drink?
1: Yeah, like you wouldn't think she'd be. Anyway. Oh,
0: yeah, she's a very young-looking young, young looking lady. Yes. Is what you're trying to say. So when we go
1: to Nashville, one one of my best friends is on the Michelob Ultra train. My boss is on the Michelob Ultra train. Everybody in Nashville is drinking Michelob Ultra. And he was like, hey, Abby, you're the first person I ever saw drink this. Because I thought it was just water. Like trendsetter. It was very refreshing in a cold, watery, beer tasting water.
0: Yeah. You may tell you uh, here's how here's what I do. I go to college football games,
2: mm-hmm.
0: tailgates, and I mm-hmm. see okay, what? I I look at what, what people are drinking
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I see and that's what everybody like I thought so it was Twenty when was when does was the last time people 29, 2018 was the last time I went to a, an Ohio State football game and I went to a tailgate might have been twenty nineteen either way, but it was the first time I can ever remember like seeing more people at tailgates drinking seltzer Seltzers. than you know like a Bud Light or yeah. cheap cheap beer which on Absolutely. OSU yeah. I you campus, <laughs> excuse me, it's 90 plus percent Bud Light if, if that's your cheap beer, But I thought, wow, that's actually a huge change as opposed to what I and, you know, a couple years later, that trend continues. So I'm going to go up this year. I'm going to I'm going to do some scouting, some advanced scouting. And I'll tell you what the trends are going to be in a couple of years. But here's what my thought, my thinking is of, okay. of
1: just your thought process going
0: out. I think a lower calorie, lower ABV drinks in general. And the second thing is these freaking high noon canned cocktails are everywhere, all over mm-hmm. the place. Like that's what I see even more than seltzer now. Like yeah. you see that more than the white claws and the truly like, that's where people are going. They want that canned cocktail. That's something different. That's not beer. And it has a little bit of flavor and it's still low, low alcohol low calorie and it's, it's refreshing. Like it was 98 degrees this weekend in Cincinnati and I'm sitting there drinking a, a 12% barrel aged stout, like, a, like the nerd that I am, but everyone else is drinking the, the, the canned cocktails and, and the lights up like my wife in the summer. She like, will drink maybe a beer like once every two weeks she's into the seltzer and and not as much the canned cocktail but she's into the lower lighter stuff um, and even me like i i went and I, I brewed beer this weekend i was sitting outside all day wanted to have have tip back a couple of a couple of cold ones cold beverages drank some i had a beer that i had brewed that was like 4% that had a little bit of coconut in it and it was you perfectly refreshing the- coconut blondale delicious I drank a few yeah, of those.
1: As my son would say, D
0: Wishes. Yes, D Wishes. Okay, we have
1: lots of beer news. We got music to go through. I want to do my bourbon first. Because
0: okay. You're thirsty.
1: No, it interested me. Um, I'm I've seen this one on the lab. shelf
0: too. Yeah. It's a $30 bourbon,
1: which is, I would say, mid range. Okay. It comes from Washington state, not known for the bourbon that yeah. I know of maybe not known for maybe, their
0: Kentucky bourbon.
1: Yeah. This is a pot distilled small batch. And on, as I'm looking at the selection on the tag, it said hints of cream brulee. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that I've ever had cream brulee, but that I don't know how they would get that from the bourbon. So here's what I found out, David. Okay. This is called Woodenville. Advertises a small batch, doesn't have an age on it. This uh distillery was opened in 2010. And they say the secret is the the barrels. Before mm-hmm. the bourbon goes in the barrels, they're left to the elements. Wind, snow, rain, all that, which before they're coopered, before they put the bourbon in them, yeah, um, it brings out a softer flavor, a smooth finish, and it has hints of, now this is going to sound weird for a bourbon, vanilla and shit like that. And it, but it comes in a really cool bottle. Uh, I'm reading. Rich, I'm reading this. Yeah, rich caramel, dark chocolate, and vanilla bean on the palate with a sweet linger. It looks like it says fingering, <laughs> but it says I don't have my glasses on. Lingering finish. Now this bottle is cool. I'll yeah, give it one.
0: looks this, like the town branch bottle though, so I'm scared.
1: Uh, no, a little I bit. Mean,
0: this has got like Woodenville
1: distilling on this side uh and this says, can you see this made in washington okay it's got a little nubby cork so this offering of bourbons brought to you by audible get into the reading i really think i i missed out on years of my life i'm reading books now and i'm listening to books at the same time and i know david's Listened to 500 books this year and (laughs) has authored seven New York times bestsellers under the name Milo Yiannopoulos. Um, That's me. Yeah. But I encourage you to find something you like, go listen to it. It's, it's even better when the author reads it, in my opinion. Um, One of the things I got Steve O's and he only reads like the first three chapters, (laughs) but like Johnny Knoxville reads a chapter
0: uh, his dad reads some like it's pretty cool. That's uh, kind of funny. He's like, I'm, do- I'm done with this. <laughs> well, Someone was, else read the rest. You of on it.
1: tour or was making a movie. I can't remember what it was.
0: Yeah. That's uh, funny though. I like that.
1: Audible forward slash beers and beards. Get you a free audiobook. or hit me up on Facebook. I'll send you one of the books that I have. If you don't know what you want, I'll send you one. You start your 30 day free trial. There you go. Woodenville bourbon. Here we go. And You know the rule. Still seventy five hard. It's just a taste, just a taste. You just
0: drink it straight out of the bottle. Just taste it. Taste out the bottle. A
1: little nubby cork.
0: It's going those big wide mouth pours. So no glugs. that no glugs. Oh, just a. I like the glugs. Ooh. That. Is maybe the softest.
2: Yeah, it doesn't even
0: smell like alcohol. It's because it was uh seasoned in open air, rain, wind, and sun, sun and snow for eighteen months. Like you have to really get in this to get the the nose. Put your nose all the way in there. So if you That's
1: can what I'm it. doing. <laughs> um what's the proof on it? Is it did you say that? 90 already? proof. No, nope, not okay. proof. Don't know the year. You can tell there's it's not very oaky, so I don't maybe that's the weathering of the barrels isn't a plays into that, but it's a and this is it's a rye bourbon, corn rye, it says uh, malted barley.
0: Yeah, on the I was laughing. The reason if you heard me laughing at the at the description, it says that uh, the meticulous process yields a truly handcrafted spirits. Spirit with aromas of creme brulee and spice cabinet. The aroma is spice cabinet. I get a little nutmeg. <laughs> I,
1: don't <even laughs> talk more nutmeg
0: I don't even know what nutmeg <laughs> smells like. We got to get you to smell some nutmeg, and then you can tell us <laughs> in the future. We, we've talked about this before, right? You got to train your senses. Train your nose.
1: It doesn't smell bad. All right. Woodenville, Washington State.
0: This one's for you mouse water to all of our fans out there Washington state
1: it's definitely very soft for 90 that's good
0: does it stand out at all other than like the no. No, having not having a nose no it's very light like
1: if you're into bourbon, that's not, how do I say this? Not harsh. Yeah, it's not going to burn you up. It doesn't, it, you know, the sweet lingering finish, it's very, very brief.
0: Any creme brulee in there?
1: Mm. <laughs> mm, I got something different that
0: time. Yeah, I think it was the hair that you had in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a piece of trim back um, uh-huh. di- I know
1: what it is. I know what it is. What is it? This would be something you drink at Christmas. Is it spicy? Not like eggnog. It has. It is. It is spicy, but it's real soft and I'm,
0: I'm dare I say gentle. So it'd be and it just bring it out, break it out leave some out for santa I'm telling you man that's I'm impressed <laughs> I'm impressed holy shit 33 bucks
1: maybe a little high for this but
2: I'm trying it's to-
0: gotta get, it's imported from Washington though so you know it, it came a long way long way to Kentucky which uh, I think that's funny like places and, and you're buying you know all, all of your bourbon in Kentucky Mm-hmm. places that and of course kentucky i'm sure is probably sells the most bourbon per capita but like the the cojones of a of a washington distillery to say hey we're gonna sell our our bourbon in, in kentucky like wouldn't you think they would try to sell it everywhere else except for kentucky like you've got so much competition maybe they think and that like, area. we're
1: good enough to compete we're good enough
0: and they are like this is, which I think that's that's
1: fair. This is head and think, shoulders yeah. above Town Branch, uh,
0: he, uh, better than Blade and Bow. It does say that they won the twenty twenty Best Straight Bourbon and Double Gold at San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Which I feel that's like every distillery says that they won the San Francisco. Award. Like there must be hundred gold medals that go out at that. You know why right? that is though, right? That's the show that set off Pappy Van Winkle. Oh,
1: okay. So everyone wins at that. Yeah, everybody gets a participation <laughs> trophy. At San- what if it's like 10 grand to enter? Like gold is the worst. Yeah. And like. It's, it's like <laughs> platinum. Yeah. It's the best. This is, uh, we got titanium bourbon of the year. <laughs> that is a three bottle bourbon. I am very impressed. Woodenville out of Washington state. Pick it up. Uh, this was at Costco. No, this All is the right. program. I'm sorry, I was at Costco, but I don't want to say that. I think I'm going to get Kirkland brand bourbon this week.
2: I want. I want to hear about 1792.
1: Curious. Right?
0: Yeah, I'm really curious. To I wasn't a that. huge fan of 1792. By 1792. Yeah, you liked it though, right? It was. Yeah, I had that right. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You yeah. got a bottle, don't you? No. You got jeffersons never mind yeah um we also have to drink oh, i have to drink beer now since you got to drink your bourbon so this week gary as we get into it today is a perfect day it was the first day under a thousand degrees in like two weeks and i'm like hey i want to drink an oktoberfest beer on the show so it's i that. went it's that time right i have the, so oktoberfest is a short window right because most Oktoberfest celebrations happen in September. So you've got like, this is very late for me to start drinking Oktoberfest beer. Like last year, it was August 1st. Yeah. I'm um, really on August. it. Yeah. I drank like 12 of them by the first week. Um, I was did drinking most of the Cincinnati me, ones.
1: Did you post something that people already announced
0: in their Oktoberfest
1: brews for next year?
0: No, I said the real breweries. Or no. they're releasing their their beer their October their pumpkin was that a joke? next Yeah, it was a joke. See, I that <laughs> doesn't I I, didn't, I thought you were being serious. I was like, well, God damn, these. I'm still drinking the ones from this year, and I went on the shelf. I went and looked on the shelf, and an old tried and true Gary, one of my favorite breweries, Sierra Nevada. Every year they release an Octoberfest. Every year, which I think it used to be a little different, and then COVID fudged everything up. They used to brew a collaboration with one of the traditional german breweries every year and they would release it in you know wide release in the us the last two years it's just been just them they've been on their own um but this is a amber marzen 5.5% Thomas abv Billy. so you get a, so this is going to be more of that malty flavor um and I, I love the can it's got one of the best cans of Oktoberfest. Usually, uh, this used to only come in a bottle, but uh, this is a, a old classic tried and true. And the big thing is, if you see the color, you got that beautiful amber color. Mm. And immediately, that's the big thing with me is like the Oktoberfest. If it's you not this You know,
1: when it's that, yes. you know, a little darker, a little. Yeah. Does your mouth
0: water as you see it? A little bit, yeah. And I had, if you were watching the video, you saw I, I grabbed a sip a little bit earlier. And this is one like. It can get a little. It can warm up a little bit. It doesn't have like you don't want it to be very like room temperature, but it can, it doesn't have to be super cold, right? With, like the malty sweetness is going to come out a little bit more. So smell it. Smells sweet. Smells like smells like you know people you know people passing out drinking beers all day and later hosing and those Oktoberfest hats fedora. I don't know what they're called fedoras. Will Cincinnati have their Oktoberfest this year? It's planned to happen, but we'll see. We'll see. That. It's Drink a some booty pole and yes, uh, all the other ones. <laughs> that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, this one is it, it's just a you know, straight down the middle. It's one of my favorites. I always make sure I get like Sierra Nevada. I love they have good, great seasonal beers. Like they do a, a celebrate, they do a, a fresh hop, wet hop IPA every year called Celebration around Christmas time. They have um, this beer, they they are one of the best, I think, breweries in the country. They just do everything really, really well. So the beer is brought to you by Rivalry Brews. Ten percent mm-hmm. off with code MMA McKinney and Gary Rivalry Brews, just like everyone else, has Seltzer.
1: Do, is that an option now?
0: <laughs> yeah. So they actually it's I think it's I don't want to say exclusive, but they were one of the first ones to have it. It is a Moscow Mule Seltzer.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. Little delicious. Ginger,
0: little, yeah, hard little mule in seltzer. A bourbon. Um, born in Hollywood, California, but now brewed in Akron, Ohio, by I think it's R. Shea Brewing. One of the Akron breweries is uh is making it now. At least for uh, at least for Ohio. Um, but I might have to get some of this. I got a I got a box coming to me soon, so I might have to get. And then I think next week we're gonna have our our August giveaway mm-hmm. of a free six pack of beer from Rivalry Brews. But if you can't wait, you can go ahead and get go something now. Got go ahead and pick beer a boxes, little, little package now. Yeah, they've got the the Oktoberfest package, 2021. You get 12 beers from seven different breweries. Um, For 60 bucks, which is awesome. Great deal. They've got um, some like fretboard beers in there, rocking the Rhine, a bunch of great options in there. Rivalrybrews.com. Tell them we sent you by using the code MMA McKinney at checkout for 10% off.
1: That's, I'm going to have to call Adam. I'm going to have to get my own code MMA Gary. They'll have dueling. <clears throat> Well, your Twitter handle is at MMA McKinney. Mine is at Gary Thomas MMA.
0: Yeah, that's a long code though. Well, know, if you want, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Adam,
1: call me. We get you sponsored close enough. We'll see. I'll battle David and the uh, salesman.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Something. A and I need tradition. to, I well, before okay. Do you want to do the jeopardy thing or do you want to no, do?
1: You know, yeah, I didn't. I apologize. No, we'll we'll
0: come back to jeopardy. Cause I need to, I'll need
1: to calm myself. Really? We can really talk about the beer because it's something that we've, yeah. Lo, like this is something I know about actually. I know. Yeah.
0: But, All right. Anyway, the, jeopardy. We talk about, we both love jeopardy. I think I do. I think you do too. Right. Yeah. Quiz bowl champion of the world. Um, announced the host this past week. They did all these, you know, rigmarole, Alex Trebek, RIP, you know, is a legendary host. And then Mm -hmm. they, you know, kind of Aaron Rodgers, Dr. Oz, uh, uh, who else? Uh, Robin Roberts, all these people. Yeah. Uh, Oscar the Grouch, I think, did a week. I don't know who else did it, but all these people did it. And who gets named the host Gary the executive producer of the show, Mike. Did he F. even He did. He was, did. He was the so- second. Yeah. So Ken Jennings did, I think six weeks. And then Mike Richards did like one or two weeks. And I, I had this thought when he was hosting. Cause he, first of all, he was as vanilla as vanilla. Missionary gets. six. He sucked. He brought nothing to the, to the host, which, People say, like, hey, you know, the the game – and Alex Trebek said this himself. The game is the star, right? Alec, they never said Alex right. Trebek is the star of the show. They said he's the host of the show. But Alex always brought that little bit like – they had these little insights, like little – like tiny little quips. Like like the thing he always – like you could tell he was not interested in anybody's story. Yeah. Because at the end, he would always say, good for you. <laughs> and then just move on, right, and wrap it up.
1: Especially like, like was, when the champ had been there for like two weeks, and they're finally like, yeah. "In fourth grade, uh, I heard you won the spelling bee. Tell us about that." <laughs> well, you know, I answered super caliber and he's like, mm-hmm,
0: "Good job, good for you." Yeah. <laughs> so he
2: gave
1: zero shits.
0: Yes, that. So he had the 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 personality of of like kind of this like, you know, and and from all accounts, he was a very warm person. He and he because he lived a life. I mean, he had. He was there for twenty five plus years. He worked two days a week. Uh, or yeah, what was it? Two days a week. They they host. They do uh five shows in one day. Works like six weeks a year, and they they bang them all out. And it's like, hey, you do whatever else you want for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's a sweet gig. And so, Mike Richards, and they and I've been reading this. He said, oh, I took you know when when I became a candidate, I took myself out of the out of the hiring process. And I'm like, you're the executive producer of the show. You're not taking yourself out of the, pro-. as much as you say that that's like, that's like when uh, um, like Dick Cheney hired himself as a uh, George W. Bush's vice president, or if you're a fan of the office, when Jim convinced Dwight to be, to hire himself as his own assistant right. to the regional
2: manager.
1: <laughs>
0: but here's the thing.
1: And maybe I'm not as up on Jeopardy, so we've got uh, Mike Richards is going to be the nightly host, but yes. then Blossom's going to be like for primetime and special events. I guess what is that Tournament Champions and maybe the college shit or
0: yeah. So Jeopardy is is syndicated, so it's it's sold as a one hour package with Wheel of Fortune to local you know, local TV stations, whether in some places it's on at like 2 PM other places, it's on at 7 PM. It's on different stations. Sometimes a wheel of fortunes first then jeopardy. Like they kind of just do it however they want. So that's, so it's in syndicate. So he's going to host the syndicated version of it, like the weekly show. And then they're coming out with like now, you know, as the world is primetime on ABC, which it can be more of like a, a special, right? So, during probably the slow times they're going to and it'll be on like hulu and things like that so the way that people are moving now into but i think jeopardy doesn't really play well with that like it's not something that you're going to like go and binge right i think it works well because it's hey it's appointment viewing of like you know my grandma watches jeopardy at the same time every day
1: 30 whatever
0: yeah here it's seven thirty. yeah
1: i growing up in eastern kentucky i i, I was kind of split in the middle of two markets i had lexington and i had huntington west virginia so my local channels were split between lexington and huntington west virginia wkyt which is a cbs affiliate played jeopardy at seven wsaz from huntington played jeopardy at seven thirty, the same episode guess who would watch the first one and then gather everybody around for the second one and <laughs> play, flaunt his
0: skills. Gary Thomas MMA 10% off with that code at rub. Now I, yeah, that's, it, it does, And that's hilarious. And I feel like jeopardy is such a huge part of our culture. And it's like one of the last things that's left that everyone can agree on is like, even like wheel of fortune with Pat Sajak, being an idiot and like him coming out and being, you know, saying all the dumb stuff. He said they've killed wheel of fortune, right? Have uh, they? I mean, yeah. still be smoking? She is. She's 117 but years old,
1: but you, I think you pay more attention to the, to the extracurriculars of that kind of stuff than I do, because I'm, yeah, And you know, I, I talked about this too. Like, I love jeopardy. I love wheel of fortune. Um, but when it comes to my habits as a 40-year-old male now with children, my preset television time, like uh, traditional television watching, is non-existent. So if I can't consume Zero. it on my phone yeah. or on my computer, uh, good chance I'm probably not watching it, you know, unless it's like Netflix or, HBO Max or you know YouTube, yeah, like lot or scheduled television shows and the, or nightly news or whatever. I'm I'm probably not in that loop,
0: which is why they're doing the 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 specials on ABC yeah, and sense. the host of that is is Maya Bialik, who is blossom. blossom and also was on The Big Bang Theory and has a uh, I guess a degree in neuroscience, which I didn't oh. know, but. Go back and watch um, Blossom right now. I try to watch
1: it with my daughter. With
0: uh, Joey Lawrence. It is. Is it bad? So dated. <laughs> you know what I, feel I mean. Like a lot of those '90s '90s shows are. Did you What's, ever watch like I, Step I, by Step? I remember Blossom came on before,
1: and the, as Blossom was fizzling out, and this new show was coming on. Maybe you've heard it, Fresh Prince of Bel Air.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was kind of around the same time as. Um, uh, boy meets world too right well boy meets world was abc That was tgif yeah but i can't
1: but i feel like the fresh Prince has held up pretty well i think it,
0: so too yeah i mean know. they were they were uh, but the reason why is because they were kind of ahead of their time with a lot of the you know every i agree yeah and just will smith is is kind of timeless i think too like the dorkiest thing on that is is uh, Carlton, and that that's cool. Again, now right, like nerdy is cool. But yeah, I so cringes I, in baby yeah. cringes in. So, but but my point. So Jeopardy and and I think we'll not we'll Jeopardy and Price is Right. I think are are kind of two of the things that everyone can agree on. And Price is Right went through some some rough times after Bob Barker, and the, the reason why Mike Richards kind of got a, you know, a little bit of, of pep in his step is because he came on as the executive, like he tried to be the host to replace Bob Barker. And they said, no, we're going to go with Drew Carey and you can be the executive producer. And then he kind of led, you know, led kind of the resurgence of prices. Right. And he said, Hey, I'm not going to recreate that by hiring, you know, an actual good host at Jeopardy. I'm going to get what I wanted in the first place. and. Be the host. I've always right? been
1: eyeballing that, it's just a bad it's just a
0: bad look no matter what no matter what way you look at it it's a bad look like he either has to step down as executive producer and say I'm going to be the host or be executive producer and not be the host those are his two, options. two salaries I don't know how that works I my guess is that they're trying to they're trying to do like it's like a sports team like they just lost their friend you know they won the super bowl and they're like hey we're doing a salary dump like they're like the the Miami Marlins right they're a a small market team. They got to go back and start rebuilding. Okay, we got because Alice Trebek was making like sixteen point five million. Mike Richards ain't making that. He's probably making fifty thousand a year.
1: <laughs> you think
0: <laughs> to host? I don't know. Anyway, I I was a lot less fired up about that than I than I thought. But I I could talk. I mean, we. I was only going to do a couple minutes on it, but I could. We might need to do a, a podcast special. On just me going off on just a solo episode, <laughs> just yeah, solo all right. episode on my well, thoughts.
1: It's that time um, of year again, Gary. We covered this last year, and to be honest, it's you know, like certain things stick with you, and I, I remember this. Um, but Goose Island is releasing their Bourbon County brand, uh, stout variants for 2021, and these all came. I can't remember what, like, but you know, we're talking about uh, mixing with, with bourbon. And I think last year they, some of them were in like Weller, uh, barrels and, and yeah, they things. did a Weller 12 last year, I think. So they've released their, their full lineup, uh, for this year. And did you try one last year?
0: I can't, I can't remember if I had it on the show. I ended up getting the, oh, I don't even remember which one I got. <laughs> Because it was it was okay. It wasn't anything that was like great. Um, I wanted to get the anniversary
1: meld both of our things together. Yeah, which why it kind of stands out to me because we're talking about good bourbon and Goose Island is in Chicago, right? Just outside Chicago, owned by Anheuser Busch, right? So it's not crap per se, but this is this is a fun thing. So. Give us the rundown of what what you can expect this year, and this this comes
0: out Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah. So last year I Don't had for the alcohol withdrawal. Or- oh, I had so here's what I had last year. It was the special number four, which was oatmeal stout with coffee. So I I liked it, um, and then I had the the original. Do you have it on the show? Counter. I can't remember. If I had it. I think I did I think we had it on the show in one of the episodes. Go to MMA and you can find out if we did. You can look it up. I'll start going through these. So the original, which is Bourbon County brand stout, it's uh like I guess they have two different versions, which I never knew this. Uh 14% version and 14.4% version. Then they already start going a little on the crazy side. Cherry uh, Wood stout, which is 14.3%. It's the original finished with toasted honeycomb shaped cherry wood chips, which is, I thought was interesting. It's not aged in another barrel, but then they put cherry wood chips in it.
2: Extra, um, but okay.
0: Yeah. So if you like cherry wood, that's your, your thing, the reserve One Hundred and Fifty, which is 15.6%. Gary, this is the one that is aged in old Forester. 150th anniversary barrels which we tried to get the bourbon but we didn't so this is going to be the are one as they say yeah, are. this is going to be the one that will be hard to find and will be going for like 600 bucks after the uh, after the release it will be the hardest one to get double barrel toasted barrel stout which okay 16%, 16%. alcohol one College year and ele- a yeah. One year in Elijah Craig small batch barrels and then one year in Elijah Craig toasted bourbon barrels. So if you're Elijah Craig fan. The other one I think that's going to be popular this year is the reserve Blanton Mm. stout, which is 15.4% age for 18 months in Blanton's barrels. And then they go a little crazy again with the classic cola stout. They do a little bit of an, of an odd one every year. Mm. Um, this one's 14.1% took the classic cola flavors and added lime and orange juice, <laughs> zest, what the coriander, fuck and a host real? of other adjuncts. But they're yeah. trying to create like a whiskey cola, right? I, I guess is the idea of this one. Um, 14 stout, which is the prop 14. So it was the, the 2014 version of the, they call it the proprietors, which is only available in Chicago area was is the fourth highest rated beer on Untapped of all time. So they took that recipe, which had notes of chocolate, rye, and coconut, and added more rye. So okay. I thought that was interesting that they like, hey, let's not recreate the exact recipe. Let's just up the rye. Yeah. And then the other one, the last one is the proprietors, Bourbon County Stout, only available in Chicago. After last year, they went for a Spamoni flavor. This year, it is a strawberry ice cream bar flavor is what they're going for. Any of those. So the two things stand out to me. One, I think they feel like last year, they, last year was, I think, the first year in a while people got excited for it. I think that was a mixture of COVID, a mixture of they had some interesting releases. And B, I think they're definitely playing off of some of being some of the, um, going, going after some of the big name bourbon brands, right? So right. Weller is hot. Um, they're not Weller. Um, Elijah Craig, old Forrester, uh, of course, Blanton's, um, that's big. Uh, I think they're going after they're going toward more of the, Hey, this isn't just a bourbon stout. It's specifically Elijah Craig or Blanton's, um, which i thought was interesting like i think they think with the the bourbon boom right now they're they're really cap- trying to capitalize off of some of the big name bourbon players
1: yeah. piggyback on the name
0: and i get that yeah
1: um you david mckinney tried um bourbon county brand stout 2020 version goose island bourbon county brand on episode 34 all right was it, were we together
0: on that episode we're always together, baby. I forget. I, don't I had the I had the coffee one. I got the original and the coffee one. Um, special number four. I liked the special number four. I like coffee a lot, though. So, um, no coffee flavors this year. Check out. Go back to episode thirty-four, and uh, come back when that was the last episode of twenty twenty. Yeah. See what I see. What I said. On episode 34, you also tried Cooper's Craft. I so forgot great. about that one. Is that the no. Iowa one? No. Or Missouri? or yeah. Uh, hold on. You think you got it back there somewhere, right? There you go. Blast from the past, episode 34, baby. What mm-hmm. was the Iowa one that?
1: It's Cedar Ridge. Uh, Cooper's is Louisville, Kentucky.
2: Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) As you can see, only one pour taken out of it, so uh, plenty left. What's your plans with with? And we haven't talked about this. What's your plans with all the bourbon? Do you want to just have like a big blowout and just like make people drink all this bourbon at some point, or like at some point, I want to start like so- going back through and like I, I know you do you probably do too but like when I first started this show I didn't necessarily appreciate like you were drinking some some heavy hitters like early on in the show. Yeah. I didn't necessarily appreciate that. So I would love to go back and he, and like have conversations about some of the ones that you had early on in the show. Like Eagle Rare. Like mm-hmm. our first first one <laughs> the first few that we had were Weller. Four Roses, Basil Hayden, Eagle Rare, Original Jim Beam, which okay. The Pappy Van Winkle ten year, Stonehammer, Duke, Elijah Craig, Makers Mark, Lanton's
1: very little Duke left. Abby likes Duke.
0: Yeah. Blanton's Um, Woodford Reserve, Lartany. Like we had some heavy hitters out of the gate, and I feel like I didn't appreciate the conversation that we had around those. Yeah. So in my Well,
1: I think for me too, yeah. I, I didn't appreciate what I was drinking at the time I did, but, but you know, uh, let's go back, let's say two years ago, you would find a, a bottle of liquor at my house. And that would be it. You know, we were a one, one bourbon household. So, and now what am I going to do with all this bourbon? Um, I've been on Etsy. I've been looking for a, I'm going to need a big case for it. For your bourbon, for my bourbon, yeah, I'll just be on display, and like, and it's a good talking piece when somebody comes over be like, "Yeah, I've tried all of these." On
0: my podcast, here, listen oh, yeah. to it. Um, Actually, you you we- make them as as they come over. You make them subscribe and give a review. Yeah, on their um, phone, like while you're watching them. Yeah,
1: I, so I, my wife has said that I am good at small talk. So we're talking, we're talking about this last night and to speak my truth, a lot of times there's a lot of people, (laughs) um, about everything, my name, my profession, but like, I don't care enough about the conversation to, and,
0: and think about them the truth. Yeah. Like, do you feel like it's too much of an effort to say the actual truth so you just make something up?
1: I don't care. Like, I'll never see this person again, you know. Uh, maybe That's... at a gentleman's club I've where that started. But, you know, <laughs> one, it's like, and how we got into this is sometimes people will lead with, hey, I'm David, and the next thing they tell you is what their job is.
2: You know yeah what i mean like that. that's their
1: thing no i don't do that either and that's why 10, I'm not i'm not going to tell you what my job is but people link their identity to that and after, so i listened back to our podcast i was like Dude, i sound like a fucking
0: psychopath but it's <laughs> to just, your wait, art, my this podcast or your no
1: to the to me telling abby about that on our podcast like she's like what are you i was like i, I mean i've been every name in the book uh i've been mostly a construction <laughs> worker i've worked you know on garbage trucks um
0: and As it's just it's you not, tell them
1: that your name is dump truck no no like bob you know juan <laughs> valley i don't know like but it just comes to the point where in most of the time it's when i'm approached by somebody you know what i mean like at the hey fellow, what's your or, name or yeah or at a grocery store when i have no connection to nobody
0: has it ever and, come back to bite you <laughs> Like someone like you say hey my name is Jim and then someone goes up, comes up and they're like hey Gary what's up man and they're like wait no. wait a second
1: yeah no that's not never come <laughs> no but it, it, like I said it, these are throwaway conversations and I'm listen I like to talk yeah you know I have no problems with talking but a lot of times I have problems putting effort into what you know this conversation is point in case I'm at the at I go to great clips to get my hair cut right Check in online. I go, there's some dude sitting there and he's talking to everybody. He's talking to some guy about his beard, says he looks like a terrorist. I'm already annoyed by this dude. Right? Already annoyed. Like, shut the fuck up, bro. We're here to get our hair cut. Like these women. And he's like, ah, y'all do a Brazilian wax? Like, dude, you're 60. Shut up. You see, everybody's looking at their phone or just chilling, whatever. So he's like, can I ask you what that tattoo is on your leg? And I'm (laughs) And I'm like, that's the donut company that my dad founded. <laughs> really? Yeah. I uh, feel like you and the girl that cuts my hair kn- like knows she's we've talked about it before, and she just stands there, just shake her
0: head. I'm like, Man, shut the fuck up, bro. So you glossed over the first comment that he said about the guy, about the guy's beard. He said he looked like a terrorist. Did he really say
1: that? Yes, this dude is not having it. He is not (laughs) engaging back or nothing. I was like, bro, I appreciate your beard. I I didn't say this in my head. I'm like, I see what you're doing, trying Mm -hmm. to grow it out. It's a little wiry. Like it is a little (laughs) Talibanish, but. I mean, it's whatever. Cough it up, Uh, David. Brought my bronchitis back. But, but that's the thing. Oh, and, and so, and then we have this discussion about, and you can listen to all this on episode 76 of close enough, um, where my wife really digs in and, and we go deep <laughs> in this, but like,
0: i to that tomorrow. Uh,
1: like what's your, what do you want your legacy to be? Or like, what do you want people to, and I don't want it to be much more than be affected in my inner circle. Like I need three, maybe two best friends. Uh, I want my kids taken care. Of. Like I want them to remember me that for the rest of it. I don't care. But I've always been, I've always been confident, and uh, I attribute that to my mother. Well, David's left i'm back that's the second time you've done that
0: today i was clicking (laughs) on i was clicking i had so many tabs open i was clicking out of stuff and i uh, just clicked off yeah but i was
1: i've always abby talked about my confidence and like how i really don't care what other people think about me and maybe that's why it influences or maybe i'm like colonel sanders and i don't know what my legacy will be till i'm 60 right whatever it may be
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I sounded like a psychopath then, too. And I'm sitting there. I'm self-reflecting today at the gym. Like, what kind of piece of shit am I (laughs) just like to think (laughs) like this, you know? Yeah. I I don't know why. I don't know why I just went in
0: on you like that. Speaking of psychopaths. Yeah. Do you see who's fighting coming up next month?
1: I saw that. uh, Yes, it's Tito Ortiz and Anderson Silva.
0: in boxing.
1: Yeah, it's going to be on Triller. Is this on the Jake card, Jake?
0: I don't know what Paul what is it? first of all what is a thriller? Uh, it's I don't know. I would not even know how to get to this. But it's not know. a Jake Paul. The main event, Gary. Mhm. Oscar De La Hoya. And I'm more I I'm more interested in this fight Oscar De La Hoya and Vitor Belfort in boxing. Wait, that's the main event? Yes. Which I'm like, really? The so Oscar has not fought since 2008, I think. Okay. He never fought above 160, I think, in boxing. Maybe 170. Maybe one, it was like once he was a, a small dude. Vitor Belfort is a large human being, especially.
1: But which version of Vitor are we getting? Are we getting so, used to the gills,
0: Vitor? Or are we getting uh, no TRT Vitor? (laughs) So it's listed as saying that the the fight is at 180 pounds, eight two minute rounds. I don't see any way Vitor Belfort makes 180 pounds. Like it's technically, I guess, an exhibition. Like it's eight two minute rounds, which Anderson and Tito is eight two minute rounds. Yeah. And then the other fights on it is uh David Hay and Joe Fournier mm-hmm. and that's eight 3-minute rounds. So that are those are the real, the real boxing matches, but that's that's great like what what pres- the only thing that can possess Tito Ortiz to get into a boxing ring with Anderson Silva is he's broke. He's broke. And because Anderson Silva just fought uh Julio Cesar Chavez and beat him who is Julio Cesar Chavez is like fifty four and three or something like that in boxing, and Anderson just beat him.
1: Junior, yeah. Julio Cesar Chavez Junior, right?
0: Yeah, not the original. He's I don't if he's alive.
1: But yeah, it, it's I don't. All, but here's the problem: these are all freak shows, right? But people yeah. are, are people are in for it. Like people, I'm in it. for
0: this one. I haven't been in, in for any of the. We'll probably talk about Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley next week because it happens like in two weeks and it's actually in Ohio, so I feel like we've got to kind of talk about it a little bit. Can we get media credentials for that? We probably could.
1: Um for that. Isn't Stepe like one of the announcers or something? I don't know. I haven't
0: been paying attention to
1: this. Like it's I know he was at the press conference at like the way in or at the face offs and stuff at one of the press conferences. That's I yeah. I mean
0: is he gonna fight John Jones? I hope so. Be fun. I think John. I think John will. And let's. Uh, I feel like Stipe more likely would would be, would listen to this and and this would get back to him. But I think John Jones wins that fight. I don't know. I mean, was, John Jones hasn't fought forever, so. I mean, John Jones is probably the greatest MMA fighter of all time. Like he's not, he's my number one for he's greatest the, of all time. I mean, he's a great
1: to think of the issues, um, outside of MMA. Yeah. Like getting arrested, all, all just the crazy shit that he's done. Drugs.
0: It's, I don't know. Still never, he, never. He's still that guy. His only loss was to Matt Hamill for BS illegal downward elbows. Like he was beating the brakes off of Matt Hamill and somehow Matt Hamill still won that fight. I don't know. All
1: right, All right. Gary, this, this is why people tune in. It ain't the beer. It ain't the bourbon. It ain't me being a psychopath. It's for what amazing music are we providing we, you this week? Yeah. And, and this are in Syria,
0: a, we, sorry, you're probably not going to hear this part. North
1: Korea. Sorry. Yeah. Iran. Not today. Yeah. What's the other one? Syria, North Syria, Cuba,
0: Cuba. Yeah. Cuba. We feel for you. Must Cuba Gooding you. Jr. You can probably listen to this. Yeah. Depending no. on if, if you're not, if you're not in one of those countries. Yeah.
1: So this portion of the show is brought to you by Amazon music. Get a free trial at uh, getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. One month of the premium edition. Unlock so much stuff for you. My daughter used our code. How about that? Yeah. Shout out. On to her Tom flip Charlie. phone. I know. that's, You got to listen to the podcast to see where that goes. <laughs> well, I think so. I see David's song, and this brings
0: back, first of all, Tone Loke and Ace Ventura should have won an Oscar. Well, I have a story behind mine as why to why I picked Tone Loke. Go ahead. Are you doing? My, are you doing mine first? Yes. So I'm going to a baseball game this weekend with with some family. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, we pick a game like you know Reds, Marlins Saturday night game. Okay, let's go to that one. Lo and behold, there's a concert after the game, which in- is included with your ticket. And I love I love the '90s. It's a bunch of heavy hitters. Like Salt and Pepper. No, it's a. Uh, Tone Link Loke is one of one showed them. Up. Hold on. Um, yeah, so it's. Here, I'll send it to you. i send it to you in, uh, in our private chat in here. You got it. So, yeah, so you can play. You start playing the song. But yeah, so Tone Loke.
1: Uh, I want to go ahead with this.
0: Yeah, Tone Loke. Um, Rob Bass, uh, Naughty by Nature, Hip Hop Hooray, and the main event of the evening, Gary, Vanilla Ice, <laughs> Ice Ice Baby. And here's the thing. So the baseball game might end at, like, let's say starts at 10.30. Yeah, let's say 10.30, conservatively. You got four people. Let's say they're playing 30 minutes apiece. You got people that are going to stay there till one o'clock in the morning to listen to Vanilla Ice. Out of the people, the two hundred
1: seventy-five dollar VIP
0: meet and greet to meet Vanilla Ice. No, but I wish I. I didn't even. know. I realized after the game, and I'm like looking at the game, and I'm like, oh, that's the game because I get like Reds emails, and I'm like, oh, that's the game that we're going to. That's the I love the '90s. But the one that made me. So I was listening to all these people today as like a throwback and the one that i'm like that stuck with me was this one
1: and this one is tone loke's number one downloaded song on spotify or most stream song on spotify
0: and probably on amazon too 26
1: million plays that's a shit ton yeah uh but this is probably what set him off for good this is wild thing
0: Hold on. I pushed the wrong <laughs> button, David. Uh-oh. And while we're talking about uh, Tone Loke, mm-hmm. did you see Nappy Roots? Root Beer. Root Beer with Country Boy. Oh, no. Nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah. That's a blast from the past right there, too. 90s.
1: This was the first Which, rap number one song of the 90s.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Which... So he has another song, Funky Cold Medina, Funky Medina, which they are basically the same song. I can never tell which song is which when they when they start. Now a five for my money. On the weekend comes, I go get live,
1: live with, with the honey. Rolling down the street, I saw the girl when she was pumping. I waked my eyes, got
2: into the ride, went to a club with jumping. Introduced myself with loaf. She said,
0: You're a liar. I said, I got it. Go I'm tempted, on, Gary, to stay until one o'clock blind. in the morning to listen the to
2: Vanilla. She said, You're the king, I so be my queen, if you know what I mean. Let us do the wild thing.
1: Wild <laughs> thing. God, that's a. Uh, I was a kid,
0: like young kid. You weren't even born <laughs> when right. this came out. No, the nineties. Come on, I was. Uh, I was born. What's so, what year did this song come out? I don't know. It just told me. By nineteen eighty eight. I guess I wasn't born. Born was eighty nine. Nineties.
1: Maybe this was the first number one song, rap song in the eighties.
0: Um. But also vanilla ice, which of course everyone knows, "Ice Ice Baby." But the best vanilla ice song,
1: "Ninja," "Go, rap. go Ninja," "Go Ninja," "Go." Wow, that's you pulled a good one there, David. I'm proud of you.
0: I know. I'm proud of. I'm proud of myself. Give myself a pat on the back.
1: I don't really have a story behind mine. I was, we were listening to just old songs. Yeah. Um, it started with the wallflowers are you a wallflowers fan yeah i want to headlight
0: jacob dylan mm-hmm. so
1: they got a new album out really yeah the, the how i found out about that joe rogan who <laughs> is on right after us at this time slot on spotify so <laughs> um so yeah it made like i was digging through old music and this song came out the the year I graduated high school with you at 99.
0: Really? Okay. Where were you at 99? Oh, I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I was probably hang, hang, hanging around.
1: But this guy dated Jennifer Aniston. What's his name? Adam. Really? Yeah. Like Jennifer Aniston. Friends
0: Jennifer Aniston or yes. like pre-friends Jennifer yes.
1: Aniston? Yes, Adam Duritz.
0: Durwitz. Well, I got a new low, a new uh, respect for him. Mm-hmm. He's a, <laughs> the like third picture is him with Jennifer Aniston.
1: There you go. Something you learn something every day. This was their hit. Oh, this is before album.
0: friends. This wasn't friends. Like this was pre friends no. Jennifer Aniston. It says no. according to cosmopolitan. Apparently Jennifer Aniston dated counting crows frontman Adam Duritz before friends. No, Maybe before he was on Friends. Yeah.
1: This is their uh, hit off of uh 1999 album, This Desert Life.
0: Which... Banger. You were playing the version of that I didn't, hadn't heard.
1: I was playing Mr. Jones when you got on. Or Mr.
0: Jones, sorry, yeah. yeah. I'm a really big fan of their cover of the uh, Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell song. This is quintessential 90s right
2: here.
1: Yes, it is. This is playing on some throwback radio station
0: right now. Oh, yeah. This is like considered classic rock at this point.
2: I've been hanging around. This,
0: town, this, town, so this like reminds me of uh have you heard like the conversation about people that said um you know like you always see those radio stations that are like 80s 90s now and now is like 2000 to 2021 <laughs> like that's yeah. a long time to be <laughs> current
2: yeah it's Cause,
0: like the two th- or the early 2000s was still like late boy band time So do you think, is
1: there a demand now with podcasting and internet radio? Like, could one find success as a radio host? Like, I know in certain markets, like, you listen, you see, like, The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and DJ Envy. Like, I think there's certain pockets and niches of, of that traditional radio host where they're going to play some songs and do interviews in between or whatever. But like, I used to always be very adamant that terrestrial radio
0: is going to die. Yeah. I, uh, I think there still is a, like a big, I don't know. Like there still is some um, like, What's the W-E-B-N? Kid Chris. Kid Chris show is on That's what here in mean. Cincinnati. Sudden, yeah. Like Bob and Tom. Yeah. But I think once Howard, yeah, once Howard Stern kind of left mm-hmm. terrestrial radio, like it started really going the, the opposite direction.
1: Like when you've got a – when you're in a position that you don't really have to answer to anybody. You know, look at um, – I was listening to an interview with a guy – He was a rapper and he's making music, and knew the guy that that ran the Spotify playlist "Rap Caviar," which is like the hip hop one. Put him on "Rap Caviar," changed his life. On a playlist on a streaming service. Yeah, I mean, so it ain't the, like there's no MTV. Yeah. There's no, and we got a new record here from David McKinney and the Troubadours. Or you know, it's not like like we. No national barks, but you're not going to hear national barks. They don't have the machine behind them to get them on whatever you know mainstream radio.
0: Yeah, I mean it kind of all on their own. Yeah, it kind of started with honestly with well, first of all, like Napster, really like people downloading, you know, being able to download, stealing. But I mean, people became famous based on that. But then the big thing was. Uh, myspace mm-hmm. right so look like, i remember arctic monkeys and calvin harris was a big one yeah. who else i don't remember who else was from Did adele space yes you adele from, became probably <laughs> like adele became sean kingston mm-hmm. got started on myspace like that's where it really started i think like Facebook never really embraced like the big side. I I remember when Spotify
1: came out, and if you hooked it to your Facebook, it would say Gary's now listening to.
0: Yeah, and every single song that you would, yeah, every time (laughs) you played
1: it, it would post to Facebook, and I was like, that's stupid.
0: Yeah, so you have like a hundred posts in a day or something. Yeah, yeah, I it it is hard, and the 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 thing is, I think you have to be like definitely has to be more viral, right? Yeah. You like TikTok now? Someone, if you get a, if yeah.
1: you got a popping song on TikTok, bro,
0: yeah, you're set. You set. My uh, I, my my little brother, I do big brothers, big sisters. He was telling me about all the YouTube people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's telling me about like DJs and stuff, and I'm like, I've never heard of any of these people. He's like, this guy has 53.7 million. Uh, subscribers on youtube and i'm like like mr okay. beast and that that's something marshmallow dj marshmallow yeah. you know him mm-hmm. i don't know I'm, I do. I'm not you have a kid I that's know marshmallow. Like in the youtube generation yeah right is it dj marshmallow
1: so it's is marshmallow he's a dj though he doesn't oh
0: way. okay i thought okay yeah you know who marshmallow is. yeah okay now i know who he is he has a song with jonas brothers yeah, he's got a song with I don't know a lot of people. I just started playing it, so only I could hear it. <laughs> you couldn't? No. All right. All right. We've almost went an hour and a half, David. Yeah, and only like ten minutes on Jeopardy. That was pretty good. I'm not. My blood's oh, no. not you, boiling. You, you didn't.
1: Uh, you I'm kind of just that uh, energy, and
0: I, I think off. it's kind of just going to be a clean break with me in Jeopardy. Like, are you just not going to watch it now? Are you going to boycott no, you going
1: to watch Blossom.
0: Yeah. I'm going to watch the old episodes of Alex Trebek on uh, Netflix. Is it on oh, there? Yeah, they have like collections. They
1: is call there it. a rewatchable? Like, is it something? I, like, I wouldn't find myself just watching. It's kind of
0: like playing. Uh, it, it. It's like some of the stuff is like current events. Like, have you ever played the Triple Pursuit from the 80s? It's like who is the NHL leader and all-time leader in uh, goals? And you're like, this was really before Wayne Gretzky. So uh, Gordie Howe, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You got to kind of figure it out. Yeah. Based on the year that it came out. But yeah, the, anyway, we need to do quiz bowl. We need a host. If you want to host quiz bowl, let us know. Let's get LeVar Burton. He's not doing Here's, anything. Yeah. He's, he's free. <laughs> It's
1: I don't I'd still I mean you're right in like why are we gonna let the executive producer be the host now? I
2: don't.
0: It reeks of like cost cutting slash him just being like, hey, this is what I want to do, even if I run it into the ground. This is what I want to do. I'm gonna do it. Mm -hmm. But man, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Who's to say we're not in charge of that? If we yeah. were, or if you had your, who, who would have been your pick?
0: Ken Jennings. Really? I'm not. Yeah. Um LeVar Burton, but he didn't do so well. He right? was my. He, I think, was nervous. Yeah. Ken Jennings, I feel like was a natural. Like he knows. He knows the game. You clearly know that. Like, and it would have been fun. Like they could have had him also play Final Jeopardy. So, like, if, if he got it and then none of the three people got it, they would the next game would be all three new people, no matter what they bet. Wouldn't that be cool? Add a twist. Mm.
1: For like, yeah, maybe like a limited run.
0: Yeah. It'd be all right. Because I've seen the ones where nobody gets the Final Jeopardy and then someone still has to win. It'd be fun if, like, nobody won. But only if Ken got the answer right. I feel like Ken Jennings just had a he had a perfect connection. I think that that's like the there's kind of rumors that that's who Alex wanted to replace him because he like had his wife send him his cufflinks and a you know a note when he was hosting because he was the first uh, guest host and yeah I think there was a special connection there and but again the game is the star not the not the host. That's it. The We are the stars of this show, though, Gary.
2: Mm-hmm. You and can follow you
1: wanna... David on Twitter at MMA McKinney. I'm at Gary Thomas MMA. I usually only reply to David. That's the only, usually the only thing I do on Twitter.
0: I tweet dumb shit about the Reds. Uh, we got football season coming up. I'm going to have mm-hmm. some fire tweets during Ohio State football games.
1: What's it going to take for you to just concede and be like, I just need to pick a team in the SEC?
0: If Ohio State joins the SEC, Ohio State would just be slightly better than Georgia. If I did see, SEC. I did see that Kentucky called a press conference for six a.m. on Monday <laughs> to announce their quarterback at six a.m. Yeah, and like I think like three people are gonna like from like the guy that writes like the KFC newsletters showing up.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you KFC newsletter?
0: Yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh. He writes a newsletter. For for
1: a, for a second, I thought you meant KSR. <laughs> KSR. I was listening. <laughs> I was scrolling through AM radio. Yeah. And picked up on KSR. And you know who they were interviewing? I almost said First something. Of all, that would have got us canceled. Do you know Matt Jones bought out Ohio Valley Wrestling?
0: No.
2: I thought Al yes. Snow
1: or someone owned it. He did. Or he's still a part of it, but... Oh, okay. Anyway, Matt Jones owns Ohio Valley Wrestling. He was interviewing Chris Jericho. So weird. Chris Jericho was talking about some of his matches in Kentucky. And like, in I guess in Chris Jericho's book, he lists every match, where it was at, the date, and how much he got paid. Really? He was talking about a match in Harlan, and he made $225. <laughs> That's more than most
0: fighters making fights that they had in Harlan. And this was in, I guess, the early 90s. Kentucky, interestingly, one of the few states that actually regulates pro wrestling. wrestling yeah. I would love to I would love
1: just to get Todd Neal just to tell you all of his pro wrestling stories. They are awesome.
0: <laughs> we'll have to have him on a we'll do a uh, when Gary's on vacation. Or when I'm on vacation, maybe Todd can co host an episode with you, like Two Bears, One Cave. Todd will drink a beer. And we'll just and we'll talk like I got a, uh, a Miller High Life does Todd drink beer? I don't think so. I'll drink a root beer. You should. Got a Barks. That's our show this week. Exit Sandman.
1: Do you know which version this is? Disturbed. Nope.
0: Flogging Molly. No.
1: Nope. It's a band you probably like. Backstreet Boys. Anyway, <laughs> give us a share, a like, a comment, whatever. We're an hour and a half deep. We love everybody. If you listen to the show, we love you. If you hate us, yes. we love you. That's just how we go. If you hate us more, we love you more. That's right. We're going to fill the world with positivity and love. We wish the new host of Jeopardy nothing but the best. I don't. Uh, We hope Ohio State joins SEC and has some self-awareness of how m- mediocre they are.
0: Then we would get to play Tennessee, Kentucky, Vanderbilt mm-hmm. every year. So, yeah, get I mean, you can like, win six, seven games a season. We get to play these D-plus program, programs, as they would say in the South. RIP uh, Bobby Bowden. Yeah, I know.
1: I bet he was a real one. This weird out Still know who's singing this?
0: No, it kind of sounds like weird Al. Which hold on? Last thing before we go. Okay. I told National Barks Adam and Jeff that they need to do covers of Weird Al songs. What do you think? Cover parody songs? Yes.
1: Like <laughs> that could be Mitch. A a, why didn't you ask them to
0: sing record to like,
1: create us a intro song?
0: I think I'm gonna. So here's what we need to do. We need to pick a maybe not write a song, but pick a song and have them do a cover of it, and that could be our okay. Our song. What song would? What do we want? We'll brainstorm it.
1: Yeah, if you got input, leave. Send us a message on Instagram. So I don't know who this is. This is Inner Sandman by Weezer. Yeah. Now. Until next week. I do live like Weezer. Prosper.
2: I'm the out here